Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast بشرح لسات في وسر لأمر البحر العقدة من لسان يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين All personal thanks due to Allah Hi everyone I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith Inshallah And in today's episode is another book review Inshallah today I want to share with you a favorite book of mine a book that's really had a big impact on me and my ways of thinking Inshallah, it's called Deep Work, Crows for Focused Success in a Distracted World by Carl Newport. And Carl Newport is a professor of computer science and an author and a great writer. I used to read in his blog regularly and then obviously that's how I knew he was working on writing a book. He shares uh, a lot of the ideas obviously beforehand on the, on his blog, you know, to get clarity and to be able to articulate it for himself and also to share it with other people and then obviously writing a book about it and then making the idea more thoroughly researched and he's a great writer and before I share with you and several ideas from the book inshallah I just wanted to make it clear guys that whenever I uh, do a book recommendation or a book review just want to be uh, transparent with you that I'm not getting and paid or getting any fees for it I'm just sharing these books that have benefited me and from my heart inshallah maybe in the future if and i get a large audience and someone's willing to pay me and for a book that i would recommend and review anyway that would be just a bonus and also i would let you know and be transparent about it that i'm getting and i'm recommending this book or reviewing it because I'm getting paid for it then that way you be and know inshallah so I just wanted to be clear on that before I share any more book reviews I've already done like in several book reviews so I just wanted to make it clear inshallah so back to our episode for today in today's episode this book deep work is a fascinating book very very interesting book when I first got the book it was about 2017 and I remember reading it and telling every single one about it. <laughs> I think I must have told everyone about it, and I was sharing it with them and recommending get this book, get this book. Basically, the word deep work is a term that he coined in his blog, which is called study hack. He'd been sharing this idea for several years before that, and he defines it as a professional activities performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that pushes your cognitive abilities or capabilities to their limit and these efforts create value, they improve your skill and are hard to replicate. 
So basically what he's saying is that deep work is the ability to do two things. It helps you to do two things. It helps you to quickly learn and master hard things. That's one. The second thing it does is it helps you to develop the ability or the habit to produce valuable, meaningful work at an elite level in terms of quality and speed. So he gives an example. He says deep work, the opposite to deep work, of course, is shallow work, which he talks about. Shallow work, he's saying this, this is what a shallow work is. Shallow work is the ability to, for example, to be able to use Facebook. If you can use Facebook, it doesn't produce much value or meaningful work, right? And nobody is really willing to pay you that to use Facebook. He's saying that the ability to use Facebook, everybody knows. So that's a that's a non-cognitive or not a mental demanding task that's, that can be performed in a semi-distraction. Deep work, on the other hand, is the ability to be able to be a Facebook programmer. So people, if you're a Facebook, if you can program Facebook, people are willing to pay you a lot of money, right? That's deep work. And he gives out the example of two stories. A guy named Ben. Ben graduated from university in economics. He got a job earning $40,000 a year. But whilst being in that job, he soon realized this was a dead-end job. It was not, it was not really fulfilling, satisfying. It was a boring, dead-end job. And even though he was getting paid 40 grand a year. So Ben decided to leave that job and he decided he wanted to become a computer programmer. Guess what? Carl Newport, who's a computer scientist, a professor in computer science, said that being a computer programmer is a deep work. It can take about four years or more to learn to become a great you know, computer programmer, right? This guy, Ben, took six months of just doing nothing but studying, 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 studying to do computer programming. He reckons he must have studied about uh, 16 books or something like that. And guess what? He entered this computer program competition and he was one of the top students in there. In six months of just pure focus, doing deep work, he was able to learn to become a computer programmer. Remember, he says the ability to learn and master hard things and the ability to be able to produce something valuable and meaning, meaningful work at, at an elite level in terms of quality and speed. So this guy, Ben, left his dead-end job, decided to become a computer programmer, worked hard, six months of pure focus, studying, and then he ended up graduating from that and computer program, which some someone else who's, who had a PhD in computer program said this particular competition was the hardest thing he ever done, right? And then guess what? Ben got himself a new job, earning $100,000 a year plus. And now Mr. Ben is very, very happy. He's left his dead-end job, 40 grand a year job, which was boring, not meaningful, satisfying. Decided to work really hard, focus, do some deep work, deep studying, and ended up becoming a computer programmer, earning himself $100,000 a year. That's an example of somebody who's doing deep work. Another story he tells is Adam Grant. Adam Grant is a business professor. 
In 2013, he became the youngest professor at World Town School of Business. Turns out, when you become a professor, the first is three levels. Associate professor, which is the first step, and then the second one is assistant professor, and then the highest, the third step to becoming a professor is a full professor. Guess what? To become a professor, to become a full full professor, it can sometimes take a lifetime. And some people don't never ever reach that. This guy, he, he went through all three steps in the space of one year, right? 2013, he was a, the youngest professor at World Perton School. By 2014, he became the youngest full professor in that in that university. And he's saying the reason he advanced so quickly in his world of academia is because he was able to produce high quality research papers. And, and there's one year where he had a dip for his standard. And guess what? The reason he can be excused for his dip was because in that same year, he wrote a best-selling New York Times book, you know, sharing the ideas from his research. So that's what deep work can help you do. If you cultivate, basically, if you learn to get into the habit of cultivating the ability to concentrate, contemplate, learn and master hard, complicated things, and then to be able to use all that learning creatively to produce valuable, meaningful work at an elite level in terms of quality and speed. That's what this book basically trains us. And the reason he's saying is most of us are engaged in shallow, shallow activities is because of um, we are addicted to distraction. Yeah, the ability to focus and get, focus and concentrate and contemplate helps us or learn things. It's the deep work. The other one is we are addicted to distraction, bad habits, negative things like smartphones, uh, all these things are weakening um, attention and mental muscles. And this book basically helps us how to train. And it obviously goes on to tell other stories like Bill Gates, how he was a deep worker. And it also mentions people like J.K. Rowling and other influential writers, how they all used to be, used to have the ability to do deep work, in which is they had a daily rituals or work habits that allowed them to be able to focus. So he's saying this is a core mental habit or skills of all successful people who thrive, who produce value, valuable work or who make themselves valuable to the world. In terms of like, you know, career like that Ben guy who made himself valuable so he could get paid hundred thousand dollars, right? Or Adam Grant who's producing you know, high quality research work in the world of academia and writing business, they're both benefiting themselves and other people, right? Because their ability to do deep work. So this book trains us how to rewire our minds, our attention and our brain so we can so that we can squeeze the fat out of every brain cell of us to be able to produce something good, some good meaningful work, inshallah. That's what this book trains us. But it also tells us why. He says, why does this matter? And not only does this book teach us the how, but he also most importantly teaches us why, or his reasons why he thinks we should develop a habit of deep work and cut out the shallow work in our lives. Neurologically, psychologically, and philosophically, can't pronounce that word, so forgive me for it, 
So first of all, neurologically, he says that the content of what we think really matters, whenever we pay attention to, in, you know, shallow activities, whether that's just using our phone or reacting to our social media or text messaging and all these things he's saying, or, you know, at work, gossiping and stuff like this, getting involved in uh, work politics and all that stuff, you know, office politics and all that stuff. He said, if you are engaging that, obviously that's going to affect your attention and your habits of mind, right? So you're going to, all day long, you're going to be involved in negativity and your mind will become the devil's workshop, right? That's what we always say. You've got to learn to cut out negativity from your life, whether that's people, you know, useless thoughts, feelings, and stuff like this. So we mentioned in the previous book, you've got to learn to cut out negativity. So if you're involved in shallow activities all day long, then that's not good for you in terms of like how, you know, how you feel habits of mind you're cultivating which is of course now goes on to the psychological aspects which is this is now going to affect your happiness and satisfaction so like that Ben guy if you're in a dead-end job and you hate your job and you're just going on Facebook or social media or going online like that guy Ben used to do before he became a deep worker then obviously your happiness and satisfaction is going to affect but where I think when you're involved in and engaging something deep you kind of like, you You feel happy, you feel satisfied, you feel engaged. And there's a brilliant quote um, from the book, he quotes some philosopher from the uh, 19th century who said that, quote, let your mind become a lens thanks to the converging rays of attention. Let your soul be all intent in whatever it is that's established in your mind as a dominant, wholly absorbing idea. So we know that deep down in how when we are in, even when we are engaged in something positive, something engaging it, and that's engaging us physically and mentally, spiritually, we feel alive. Compare that to when we are engaged in shallow activities, or we're in a dead-end job, so dead-end relationships, or we don't know what we want, or we don't know who we are, who we are, or we are just drifting through life. The content of our mind and the content of our soul is definitely affects us, right? And then the other third one is he says that philosophically struggle to pronounce that word right <laughs> so he's saying that when we engage in deep work then our life has meaning like it's meaningful when you are engaged in something meaningful obviously like i mentioned as well the fulfillment the happiness the satisfaction is going to be completely different right so because without meaning the human person is so sickening right when you don't have meaning in your life it's so sickening so this is what the book really teaches us. It teaches us in how to retrain our mind so we can become deep workers and produce something valuable, learn something hard, and then to produce that at an elite level in terms of high quality and speed. And the other one, and then obviously he mentions why we should do that. So yeah, this book will definitely teach you how to go deep and get better at concentrating for long periods without getting distracted. What you want to do with a focused mind is up to you. But there's a brilliant quote I'll leave you with. He says, a deep life is a good life. <laughs> I agree with that. So inshallah, obviously as Muslims we know that um, we need to focus on purpose. We need to focus on uh, making sure that each hour of our life um, is seen as more valuable than gold. Because our life and um, the shortness of life we want to and not exist but we want to live inshallah so if you want to live 
and not just exist, then you, of course, engaging yourself in deep, meaningful activities. So, inshallah, that's it for today's episode. I hope you get the ideas from this book, and I hope you get the book. So, it's Deep Work by Carl Meepop. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, all praise and thanks to Allah. Guys, that's it for today's episode, inshallah. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul, and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existence and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits, and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the year after. And I ask Allah to give us all. ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after and safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire Ameen Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh